Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now, you see, that demonstrates something to us, you see. Like I said, that's a demonstration of God's power. Now, let's ask ourselves a question that is asked so often, and this is a great debate about, is, is, is healing for all? Well, if it's not, it's strange. You see, some people said, well, it's God's will to heal some and some it didn't. But isn't that strange that the one that it was God's will to heal always got in? And it wasn't God that put them in. It's them. Are you listening? Each of us have a key part in doing what Jesus did to bring people into an eternal life with Him. Your part is significant. So listen closely to this message today. Later in the program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio and podcast offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for Doing the Works of Jesus. At the pool of Bethesda, Bethesda, there are five porches full. Hawk, main, blind, so on and so forth. Waiting. For a certain season, in other words, in our way of talking, in other words, ever so often, this angel would come down and trouble the water. And like I said, uh, he couldn't have come on any kind of a schedule because if he did, there wouldn't have been a need of them being out there every day. If he just came every first Tuesday, well, that just be on necessarily be out there on Tuesday. You know, like down in East Texas, on, they have some trade days on first Monday. Well, there's no use going on second Monday. There's nobody there. Or third Monday or fourth Monday, but it's every first Monday. And you go and there's... there's the farmers bring stuff, you know, and so on and so forth. And some of those things have been built up into quite big affairs. Well, now see, if the angel came every first Tuesday, well, there's no use of going any other day because he's not going to come anyhow. But it seems to me that it may be that uh, he'd trouble the water and then just again right away trouble the water. Maybe tomorrow. Then, then there may be a long stretch, you see. In other words, no one knows. So, these people are laid or brought there every day because he might come. Nobody knows. Now, what does that tell us? That tells us that God, in his sovereignty, does some things on his own. And you see, it's in line with the will of God because healing is the will of God. Now, notice this. Just stop and analyze this for a moment. Let, let, let's, let's go in a little more. A little more. Analyzation of what happened here and, and, and see, let, let, it, let it speak to us. You see, the first one in got healed, didn't he? Always. Just that one. If the second one got in, he didn't get healed. But the first one in got healed, didn't he? Didn't he? And there's no other qualifications other than that they get in the water first. That's, that's the only qualification. It doesn't even tell us that there had to be a Jew, does it? doesn't say the first Jew that got in or the first one of the house of Israel that stepped into water. It said the first one in, didn't it? Didn't it? Uh, there's no discrimination, Jew or Gentile. Or the way we'd say it, whether they were saved or unsaved. Amen. They, 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 if they got in the water, they got healed. There's no discrimination whether there's a man or a woman. That wouldn't make any difference. Whether there's a boy or a girl. Whether there's pretty or ugly. Whether there's rich or poor. Just the first one in. 
Now, you see, that demonstrates something to us, you see. Like I said, that's a demonstration of God's power. Now, let's ask ourselves a question that is asked so often, and this is a great debate about, is, is, is healing for all? Well, if it's not, it's strange. You see, some people said, well, it's God's will to heal some and some it didn't. But isn't that strange that the one that it was God's will to heal always got in? And it wasn't God that put them in. It's them. Are you listening? See, God's trying to tell us something. Now then, is healing the will of God? Isn't that strange then that here God would send an angel down to work against his will on the earth? To bring healing to somebody. See, it demonstrates. That demonstrates the fact that healing is the will of God. You see, what God's trying to do is to get people to see he's still in the healing business. Well, now, why didn't he just heal all of them then? Why not just everybody that could get in get healed? Well, that's easy. You see, the Bible teaches us that without faith it's impossible to please God. So what he's trying to do is stimulate their faith to get the rest of them to believe. Are you listening to me? He'll do some things, you see, out here in this area of divine sovereignty, which is in line with his will and his word, of course, and as signs, as wonders, trying to stimulate people's faith to encourage them. Praise the Lord. You see? That's why he does those things. Now then you can readily see that uh, here in this fifth chapter that Jesus came along. Here where all these five porches were, five sheds as we'd call them, full of all these people. And so the scripture tells us that uh, as Jesus came there, here was a certain man that had an infirmity 30 and 8 years among the, the group. And when Jesus saw him lie, now I want you to see something here. I want you to see a manifestation of God's power. See, we've just looked at the demonstration of his power. A manifestation of the Holy Ghost. But the manifestation, talking about the gifts of the Spirit, uh, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. It said in that 12th chapter. All right, it said here, Here's the man, 38 years in this condition. Had an infirmity, 38 years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew. Jesus knew, saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. Or in other words, we'd say a long time. He knew that he had been a long time in that way. How did he know it? By the Spirit of God, by the word of knowledge. He knew that. See, that's, that's Spirit of God operating. Now, knew that he'd been that way, in that case, a long time. Saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? Or said unto him, Will. <laughs> Isn't that a strange saying? Will, will, will you, thou, instead of saying thou, you, way we talk, modern talk, he'd say, will you be made whole? Well, now, if it's all right for Jesus to ask people, will you be made whole? In other words, will you be healed? It's all right for us. I used to do that in, in ministry 
to people on an individual basis. You know, a meeting's got so big we didn't have time to stop talking. But everybody that I'd lay my hands on for healing, I'd ask them, will you be made whole, will you? Well, Brother Hagin, I sure hope so. Well, I said, you won't. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Will, has your will got anything to do with you being made whole? It must. I said, it must. It must. Will you be made whole? You see, we need to realize that there's a manward side and a Godward side to every victory. Hallelujah. You see, we need to realize that it's not all God and it's not all man. You see, that's where a lot of folks are missing it then. So to ask them the question, themselves the question even, will I be made whole? Will, will I? Will I? In other words, do, do I have something to do with it? They, they want to just put it all on God. Will God make me whole? You know, Jesus never did ask anybody that. Will God make you whole? See? In other words, that's what they're asking. Will God do it? I, I hope he will. I, I sure hope so. You see, most folks in the area of healing, they, they, they want somebody else to do it for them. God or Jesus or the preacher or somebody. <laughs> Uh, but I don't have any part to play. See? But you see, Jesus is saying to the man, will you, in other words, modern usage, will you be made whole? Well, the important man answered and said, Sir, I have no man when the water's troubled. See, he still got his eyes on that. To put me into the pool, but while I'm coming, another steppeth down before me. So he never gets in. Somebody always beats you. Jesus saith unto him, now notice, notice, Jesus didn't touch him. Jesus didn't pray for him. Do you notice that? Now, now see, on other occasions he did. He touched people, didn't he? Uh, on some occasions, you know, he, he put, put his fingers in the ears, spit and touched a dumb man, blind, uh, fella couldn't talk tongue. Laid hands on a man's eyes, and so on and so forth. Spit one time on the ground, made clay spit and rubbed it on a fellow's eyes, blind man. Sometimes told people to do something. He said to the ten lepers, go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifice for your cleansing. They weren't healed when they started. Did you notice that? I mean, they all tore out. They all started there to the priest, you know, and still had their leprosy. As they went, they were cleansed. What if they hadn't went? They wouldn't have been cleansed. They wouldn't have been cleansed. Isn't that right? Now, now, now uh, here's another little side thought that we might take in here. I'm just, uh, you know, not preparing anything here for a day or two. I'm just letting the Holy Ghost pull out of the inside of me whatever's in there that he wants to pull out. For the, you know, I, just, I detected that there's something down there he wanted to get out. Amen. For the benefit of the folks, you see. And so, uh, so, so, so here's another little, little side thought. That we need to that we need to think on for just a moment. Notice, because remember now, you see, this is all in relation. The works that I do shall ye do also. He that believeth on me. Well, notice the variety of ways that he ministered. See, he didn't always minister to, the, to everybody the same way. 
I think sometimes we make a mistake trying to deal with people always on, on, on anything for us, but particularly healing all the same way. You know, we don't we want to just sort of roll out the dough and cut everybody out in the same cookie cutter. You know what I mean? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Doing the Works of Jesus package. This offer is stuffed full of tools that will guide you in ministering to others as Jesus does. You'll receive seven separate mini-books, Unforgiveness, Ministering to the Brokenhearted, and Showdown with the Devil, all by Kenneth W. Hagan, and How to Walk in Love, Plead Your Case, God's Medicine, and the Bible Way to Receive the Holy Spirit, all by Kenneth E. Hagan. And you'll receive the four CD series you're listening to now. Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 1, in its entirety. This is a great offer. To order now, please call us at 1-888-FAITH-99 or 1-888-324-8499. That's 1-888-324-8499 to order the Doing the Works of Jesus package right now. You may also visit rhema.org to order, if that's easier for you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to contact us at Rama for Today Radio, please do so in one of the following ways. Write to us at Rama for Today Radio, P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Or send us an email to partnerservices at rhema.org. That's partnerservices at r-h-e-m-a dot o-r-g. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We have the radio broadcast that you can listen to. Yes. You can watch Rhema, other Rhema praises on there. That's right. All of it can be accessed through Rhema.org. Hey, if you happen to have one of those Rokus, and I know they're getting really more popular, mm-hmm. and I hear people talking about it, we have a channel on there. That's right. And you can watch the services and events yes. and so forth and so on. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on doing the works of Jesus. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. We'll connect with you then.